Exurga Deus dispentur inimici eius, et fugiancio dedunt eum aface eius. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered and let all those who hate him flee from before his face. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. Let's get started with a prayer. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Sancta Michael Arcangela, defendenos in proelio. Contra nequitiam et insidias diabolios to praesidium. Imperatili Deus supplicas de precamur tu que princeps militae calestis, satana malios que spiritus malignos que ad peditionem animarum, pervegantur in mundo divina virtute in infernum nitrude. Amen. Cor Jesus Sacratissimum miserere nobis, mater dolorosa ora pro nobis, beatis carolus domo Austriae ora pro nobis. Domine ostende facem tuum et salvierimus, Ave Maria Purissima, Immaculata Conceptio Est. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Kind of have to chuckle. I've been recording now for the better part of an hour, and what I was really doing was trying to record until I woke up enough to have a cogent idea. Here's the beginning. All of the people who think they lead us, all of the people who are pulling all of the strings and all of the levers of power, all of those people are middlemen. They've never done anything with their lives. They've never actually risked anything. And in all, and to be totally blunt, they've created nothing. They built a house of cards and it's about to come down. And they don't understand that it's about to come down. They don't even know how bad a disaster they're headed for. But they're headed for disaster, and it doesn't matter if it's the Council of Foreign Relations or the World Economic Forum or any of that. All of those high-level mucky mucks, they're all screwed, and they don't even know it. And they're screwed because they've created nothing. What has Bill Gates created? Nothing. He sold you nothing, and then he was able to buy all sorts of stuff and come up with really stupid and destructive ideas. And then managed to fund those ideas off of your continuing to buy his nothing. What do I mean by buying his nothing? Yes, there's a product out there called Microsoft. Yes, they have programs and they, you know, all of that other high speedery. That's cool. And the, the entire company of Microsoft can be taken out by one electromagnetic pulse. And then everything that Microsoft ever built is gone. That is nothing. Do you understand that detonating the electromagnetic pulse wouldn't even give you a headache when it took out the entire power grid and all of the digital everything that this world seems to be built on, which is actually a whole lot of nothing. But he's not the saddest one. He's not the worst of it. Because the social media giants, they're in that same boat. Oh, Google's been able to collect up all sorts of information. But again, one good electromagnetic pulse, and there is no Google. Because even if the data is somehow saved, if the electrical grid is down, how on earth are you going to get to it? If you don't have any power to run those satellites to interface, to run the computers that need to interface with those satellites, if you don't have, and to be sure, there are some locations that will still have the power. You know, they've got generators and this, that, and the other. They will manage to find a way to continue to power what's needed. But if that whole network 
isn't still basically running, then you've got nothing. And that's to say nothing of all of the solid state memory memory uh, containers. All of those disks that one electromagnetic pulse is going to just... And I'm making mention of the electromagnetic pulse, not because of the EMP itself, but because the war that we're currently headed at, headed towards may very well include nuclear weapons. And, and EMP comes with every one of those. It's part and parcel with the package. So that whole house of cards that they built, that we've built as a society since the mid-90s, on the backs of all of this tech. And this is one of the other reasons where I'm like, oh, hey, you want to go from cash? You want to go cashless? Hello? How are you going to access your money if you don't have the electrical? If you don't have the power to run the ATM machines and you don't have the power to run the servers and you don't have the power to run the networks, how pray tell are you going to use a digital currency for anything? And I don't care if it's Bitcoin, Dogecoin, the digital one, digital one. That actually, that actually sounds like a really funny cyber Mexican movie anyway. Um, but it doesn't matter if it's digital renminbi. It doesn't matter if it's a digital dollar. None of that, none of it is going to be of any use with no power. And that's the gag. The gag is, is we're headed to the end of the whole agenda. And when the agenda ends in failure, they're going to realize it's a confluence of letting middlemen who have never done a freaking thing with their entire lives run the world. The whole idea was letting a whole bunch of pencil-necked idiots, and I don't care how high their IQ is, oh, we were able to do, do brah, 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 brah. Bill Gates is not an impressive human being. He's not. In order to be an impressive human being, it might start by not having a face that you want it. That it might start by not having the sort of punchable face that Bill Gates has. When I see Bill Gates around, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, wow, that—that that is a world leader, right?" No, I don't see a world leader. I see a little wuss who never got out of his parents' garage and somehow managed to create a digital widget. That everybody and work his way into selling that digital widget and selling people on the idea that it was a good idea. Now, don't get me wrong. I like computers. I'm recording this podcast on a computer. I some of the programming they have isn't bad. But it's interesting to watch people in my industry go, man, we used to have all of this on computer and we could do this and that and the other. And I'm looking and I'm going, that's the dumbest idea ever. It is literally the dumbest idea ever. Oh, we can send all of our records for maintenance in this. Bro, no, stupid idea. What are you going to do when you don't have power? What are you going to do 
when major infrastructure fails because there's no electricity? How are you going to record your maintenance then? Oh, that's right. You're going to go back to the back room. You're going to pull out the filing cabinet. You're going to get that paper. Assuming we're even able to come to work, you're going to get that paper. And you're going to record everything there. It's ridiculous. Do I think that the whole grid's going to go down all at once? No. Do I think enough of it's going to go down that it's not that it may as well not even be there? Yes. And that's the gag. If we get ready to go to war, which we are, because the government is being run by the same sort of people who founded Microsoft, it's like, oh, it's a very successful company. Is it though? Or did he get large enough where he could buy up other people's good ideas? I mean, anybody remember Windows Vista? And what a debacle that was? What about Windows 7? You remember Windows 7 being any good? How is it, pray tell, you're going to manage to create new and fascinating programs when your entire company has gone so woke that you don't even hire computer engineers because they're actually computer engineers. You hire them because they check boxes in wokeness. So instead of actually getting a very, a very intelligent Mark Zuckerberg, who, you know, while he couldn't while he's incapable of talking to other human beings and interacting with the real world, you can plug him into a computer and he speaks computer speak because he's that kind of autistic. Well, the problem is, is that kind of autism doesn't usually happen with women. It's not to say that there's not, you know, some autistic women out there, but it's to say that that kind of autism tends to still not happen with women. And there are very few, and honestly, let's be real. I know very few black women. Few. I have, I actually have a black woman. In, there's a black woman in my family who's an incredible programmer. Who is spectacular. I also know that that wonderful woman is an anomaly. She's not the norm. She's very rare indeed. Because most women are not that into computers. It has nothing to do with the capacity to run, to use the computers because I, and this is the thing that I find most ironic is that most of the women I know are on a computer all the time. Whether they're HR or whatever, they're just, but I mean, let's be real. They're just not that into them. How come there aren't more female gamers? I mean, we're getting there. We're finally defenestrating our society enough to where we can get some more. But if you're going to be, but like, no joke, if you're going to be a programming agency, 
creating new technologies, which by the way, I don't understand how you create new technologies out of things that aren't there. Because look, for every for everything that I love about high technology, there's still one core fact. None of it's real. It's not real. Something takes out the network, and guess what? It doesn't matter how many episodes of Radio Free Catholic I record. If it takes out the network, you will never hear it. I mean, granted, that's why I'm looking into, you know, radio technology. But if something takes out the network, even a portion of the network, they don't have to take out my end of the network. It's not like they got to come for my Wi-Fi. They don't even necessarily have to take out all the satellites. They just have to take out a few key ones. And you might not be able to get the podcast anymore. Not my podcast, not watch YouTube or anything else. So to anchor everything on stuff that, I mean, like this. To anchor your world on cyberspace is foolish. Because if you have no electricity, you have no internet. And that's same in grand scale, it's same in small scale. Power goes out at your house, what do you have? As soon as your last phone battery dies, you don't have the internet anymore. And here's how I know the internet's garbage. Because they sell solar generators. But they're not generators. They're batteries with solar panels. Oh, it's a solar generator. No, it's a battery with solar panels. Oh, but it's a solar generator. No, it's batteries with solar panels. I don't know how many times, I don't, like, no joke. When you let that sink in, that you're paying $1,500 for batteries with solar panels. Now, maybe you're not spending $1,500 on it. I don't know exactly how much they cost. I just know that when they call it a solar generator, it's not a solar generator. We like to use really... Met a generator typically converts, typically generates electrical energy from something that's not electricity. Now, yes, solar power, you know, Sunlight's not electricity-ish. <clears throat> but it's still not a generator. And it's not a generator mostly because I can run a generator in the dark. The same thing that goes into all of that, that, that whole big rant about people who have done largely nothing with their lives. I've illustrated all of this with an intent. Because despite the fact that it is very different in appearance, it is not any different than those jackasses who are running the federal government right now 
instead of the supposed, well, I meant, I don't know. It's weird. They're running the federal government, even though they weren't elected. But even if Joe Biden was running the government, I don't think he was elected. So I think it's actually kind of fair play that a bunch of unelected people are running the federal government. And every last one of them, Joe Biden included, have done nothing with their lives. They've created nothing. Why did I just spend all that time talking about tech? Talking about Zuckerberg and Bill Gates? Because these idiots who can't interface with other human beings on a level that doesn't make you want to beat them to death. And I will tell you for certain, the reason why Mark Zuckerberg seems like a space alien is because in reality, you just want to beat him to death. He sets off that part back in the little monkey brain in the back corner of your head that makes you want to kill him because you know he's not worth it. And the same thing is true with Bill Gates. And the same thing is true with with Klaus Schwab. And those things are also true with Anthony Blinken, John Kerry, Joe Biden. Those things are also true with Ron Klain, who for some reason is running American foreign policy, even though he's just another sockable face. And they've done nothing. Whether it's the Council of Foreign Relations or the World Economic Forum, what have they created? They literally created an image of themselves and then purported to be experts based on what? On nothing. They don't actually have any foreign experience. They've never integrated with a foreign culture. They haven't really, I mean, they sit there and talk to foreign diplomats, but all foreign diplomats are the same middlemen who haven't done jack with their lives either. I have never been to Russia, and I know more about Russia than most of these people talking about Russia. Not because I know Vladimir Putin personally, because I've never met the dude. I don't, I don't know the dude. I didn't even know he was as short as he was until, you know, like last week. But if you've never been to another country and have never actually experienced firsthand that core thing that is the same with every human being, whether you're Muslim, whether you're Christian, whether you're Afghan, whether you're Azerbaijani, it's the same core principle. Most people just want to be left alone to raise their family, but not in America, because in America, we don't have families. And so we go out and try to tell other people what to do. And by the way, I say not in America, but that's also true in Europe, because not in Europe, because people in Europe don't have families. And instead, they prefer to just go out and try to tell people what to do, which, by the way, previous generations, not many generations, but the generation that's going around telling everybody what to do are the same people who are like, you can't tell me what to do. Feckless, weak, soft, like ice cream in the summertime. No virtue in them. Is it any wonder that later you would get somebody, you would get somebody like Bill Gates or Klaus Schwab who think they've done some stuff? You ain't done nothing. That was totally not the word I wanted to use. I wanted to use a cuss word. I guess I'm... <laughs> you haven't done anything. You haven't created any. Oh, I built a company. Really? Did you? Nothing lasts forever. 
but nothing is shorter of a lifespan than electrical impulses. Because all those impulses have to do is end. Henry Ford created something. Here we are, a hundred years after the fact, and not only do people still drive automobiles, but they still drive automobiles with his family name on it. Now, I do feel a certain kind of way about a company outlasting the founder, but there are still early Fords. You can still occasionally find a Model A or a Model T. You can still occasionally find Duesenbergs and Abels. You might even still be able to find Stanley Steamers. I know where there's one. There should be one actually in a hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. You can still find long-lasting things, things that actually speak to the people that created them, speak of the people that created them. When these half-wits bring us to war with Ukraine, and then China goes into Taiwan, and then we find ourselves fighting for our lives, and we unleash hell, because by the way, the only country to break every rule on human rights. Now, granted, we've never, we don't have the death camps that the Uyghur Muslims that the Uyghur Muslims are going through right now. But the only country to violate every rule in the, in in all of human rights is the United States of America. We're the only ones. So if you think that we're going to start to suffer badly and suddenly everything's going to fall apart. And you think that these jackasses aren't going to push the button out of desperation and really just jack everything up. I think you're forgetting who's actually running the show. Who kept doubling down on the wrong policy idea with COVID? Who kept doubling down on masks and vaccines when it was proving every single day to not work and in fact be more dangerous? Who kept doubling down on that? And remember that all of those jackasses are still in charge. Now, I said that the COVID narrative is coming apart, and that is true. But the people who spun the COVID narrative are still in control of all the levers. And COVID is just one part. But it's the one part that you can use, that you can point to and say, weren't they wrong about all this? Then why are you listening to them about that? And oh, hey, by the way, remind, and this is actually probably the most important part. You don't actually have to make decisions. Just because you don't want them to make decisions doesn't mean that you, like, and this is, and the reason why I say that is because one of the things that's, kind of settled in when I'm dealing with people who are all in on the status quo, who are all in with the totalitarian nonsense, who've completely been duped, is it's a fear that they would actually have to make an assessment for themselves. You don't have to make an assessment for yourself. You just have to go to work and go to work and come home and pay your bills and do the same things that you were doing before. 
And remember that everybody who's ever talked to you has lied to you. Everybody who's ever tried to spin and say, you need to do this. We need to keep America safe. We need to go to war with Ukraine because blah, 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 blah. You need to remember that they're all lying all the time. If their lips are moving, then they're telling falsehoods. And on the off chance they happen to say something true, count it as a fluke. And just live your life like everything that they're saying is a lie until you can prove otherwise. Because it is far more dangerous to follow their lies than it is to carry on and then find out, oh, that was accidentally the truth. Because right now the only truth is they want to go to war. They want to spark a war in Ukraine, which may spark a concern. Because no joke, if while we're looking over here, China decides to go into Taiwan, guess what's going to happen? We're going to be in a hucklebuck. See, we sold a nuclear submarine to Australia, but I don't think they have that nuclear submarine yet. Because I'm pretty sure it hasn't been built. Because they're like, oh, yeah, we could do this, that, and the other. Because it's all middlemen. The world is run by people who've never done anything. Anything. Trump was more of a man than George Bush, Barack Obama, and Joe Biden will ever be. Because for all of his hubris, for all of his, oh my goodness, for for all of his orange, the fact is he ran a business. The fact is he cut payroll. The fact is he's built stuff. And yes, it is egocentric because he, oh, well, I mean, everything he built, he put his name on. Well, yes, as proof that he built stuff which makes him more of a man than Joe Biden, who's never built anything. Makes him more of a man than Barack Obama, who's never built anything. And Klaus Schwab is the same. Bill Gates is the same. Yes, there's Microsoft, and it's, oh, hey, they control this, that, and the other. They just bought Activision and Blizzard for $70 billion. Well, that's cool. What is Activision and Blizzard? The gaming company is great, but Blizzard, I mean, their last big thing was World of Warcraft. I remember Activision from Pitfall. Not from anything they've done lately. And everything that's happened in the gaming world, what? how much of that is actually worth a damn? Really? And these are the people who are running the world. What is Twitter? Is Twitter real life? No. And yet Twitter runs the world. What is Facebook? Is Facebook real life? Not really. And yet Zuckerberg managed to managed to be one of the major influences to tipping the election in the wrong direction, away from the actual vote. (laughs) 
They're going to fail because these are the same people on every level. And it doesn't matter whether they're in the European Parliament or what. It doesn't. Look, the moral of the story is, is we're about to go to war with Russia because a whole bunch of morons think that he's trying to recreate the Soviet Union when they really need to be thinking more of the Russian Empire because Russia used to be an empire. But you couldn't possibly have empire. I have a whole thing I want to go into about the, about the entirety of the global war on terror. In fact, actually, the entirety of every war that the United States has ever prosecuted since the Second World War. But I'll get into that later. The world is being run by middlemen, and they're going to fail because middlemen are stupid. They're soft. They're weak. They can scarcely keep it in their pants. And they've never really done anything of value with their life. In short, they're Protestant. I'm sorry, I had to I had to drop the dig in somewhere. <clears throat> what did Calvin do? What did Martin Luther do? And follow that down all the way through all the way down through the ages to Jimmy Swaggart. What have they done? What have they created? Compare that to real men, and it's next to nothing. And yet they're the ones who keep managing to put their fingers on the levers of power, despite having no experience and no brains. It's why they're going to fail. This is Caleb the Mechanic with Radio Free Catholic. May God bless you and the Virgin protect you. Nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. <laughs>